Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Sound Judgment. Thank you again so much for joining us. My name is Harris Anderson. I'm with my esteemed colleague and friend, Mr. Sam Tonning. Hello, Sam. Hello, Harris. It's great. Thank you for calling me esteemed. The only time I have steam related to my name is when I go to the bathhouse. Um... On this podcast, <laughs> we're going to be debating which is better, song A or song B. This is a list of random songs that we chose, yeah. and then they're randomly assigned to each of us, and we have to defend that song, even if we're not a fan of that song. And likely, we're not going to be fans of that song. Likely. We are fans of music, so yes. we have stuff to talk about. We have lots to talk about. Our guest this week, uh, yeah. our guest this episode is uh, our judge, our moderator, a man, a comedian, an entertainer extraordinaire, Mr. Simon King. Simon, how you doing? I'm good. Thanks for having me, guys. Where can people find you, Simon? Uh, here right now. Sweet. Okay, yes. cool. Good. Simon is uh, the first comedian to have a tape special with Comedy Here Often, mm-hmm. which is great. It's exciting. And I don't think there's a better ambassador for Canadian comedy than you. Uh, we also run a show together, so I'm kind yeah. of biased. Yeah. Um, <laughs> if you live in Canada and, and Simon comes through your town, you got to go see him. He's truly one of Canada's most talented and prolific comedians. You sounded like you were him. reading that. What? <laughs> it sounded like it sounded like he read it exactly off the thing I just handed him. <laughs> <laughs> if you if he comes to your town, you spelled you your wrong, yeah. Simon. Trump. <laughs> but seriously, but, Simon. Yeah, in all seriousness, Simon's the best. You got to go see him. So today we are going to be debating a couple of songs and. Uh, the statement is, be it resolved that Thing Called Love by Bonnie Raitt is a better song than Humble by Kendrick Lamar. Or vice versa. So we're arguing yeah. which song is better. <laughs> which song is better? Thing Called Love by Bonnie Raitt or Humble by Kendrick Lamar? I'm taking the side of Humble by Kendrick Lamar and Harris, you're taking the side of Thing Called Love. Why don't you tell us about the tune? Thing Called Love. Well, it was originally uh, recorded and written by John Hyatt. It was on his uh, 1987 album. Originally uh, recorded and released by John Hyatt, uh, recorded by Miss Raitt for her breakthrough album, Nick of Time. became one of her signature songs. Uh, Perhaps more famous than the song is the accompanying video in which Bonnie flirts it up with a peak 80s Dennis Quaid. Like Dennis Quaid is gorgeous in that video. He's just a gorgeous, gorgeous man. Mm-hmm. It's it's quite something. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that was my that was my inside voice, yeah, and I have a lot of work to do I on like myself. This yeah. <laughs> Sam, but uh, Sam, this is going to be a tricky one for Sam because Sam loves Nick of Time. It's one of his favorite albums. It truly is. One he of my loves favorite Bonnie Raitt, and yeah. he's told me many times that I can't make you love me is uh, one of the songs that makes him cry. Yeah. Uh, the other being Ride of the Valkyries, of course. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Harris. Thanks for that introduction to Thing Called Love. Uh, I am uh, uh, arguing for Humble, a, a song by Kendrick Lamar, released in 2017, uh, off his album uh, Damn, which was put out by Top Dog Entertainment, Aftermath Entertainment, and Interscope Records. Uh, written by Kendrick Lamar. It was a hit. It was a number one song. It won a Grammy for uh, uh, Best Music Video. So uh, that's pretty good, as well as the Grammy for Best Rap Song and Best uh, Rap Performance. It's interesting you bring up a thing called Love's music video when we're arguing against a song that has literally won the top award for it. So this is going to be interesting. Uh, I don't like rap. It's just the way it is. But I think this song is going to be the worthy winner. 
It's going to be the what? Worthy winner. Oh. I thought, you said, I thought you said really winner. The really winner. I thought you said Werther's original. Going to be the really winner. The, <laughs> the really winner. All right, we just listened to the two songs. We listened to Humble by Kendrick Lamar off his album Damn. And Thing Called Love by Bonnie Raitt off of her album Nick of Time. Simon as judge, moderator, executioner. Just character executioner. Yeah. Well, why don't you? Oh, jeez. When, when you get us started. Uh, you know what? Uh, let's go with Harris first. Harris, uh, you have uh, five minutes. Okay. Thank you, Simon. Thing Called Love. Thing Called Love is a groove song. It establishes a groove, and if you get into it, you're hooked. It's a simple blues shuffle, and the song itself is nothing complicated, but what elevates it is Bonnie's razor wire slide riffs. Listen to that first singeing slide at around eight seconds in. That's the sound of a party starting. Bonnie is, of course, one of the masters of slide guitar, and every line of the song is near perfect in its phrasing and tone. Don't have to humble yourself for me. You know I ain't no queen of Sheba, sings Bonnie. Her voice feels real, like someone you would meet on the street, but it also has that weathered grit that only rock legends possess and mere mortals like us try to simulate when we're drunk at a Vietnamese karaoke joint. (laughs) This isn't some hopped up kid talking about how many bitches he can get. This is about a human being looking for love with another human being. This is a woman saying, hey, I need love, Dennis Quaid, and I like what you're serving. By the time the first chorus hits, you're ready for a thing called love. Bonnie and the band chug forward into an unapologetically upbeat three chords after teasing us with the bluesy verses. It's a truly irresistible chorus, and when it ends, you just want more. But in the meantime, Bonnie is slinging some more tasty guitar hash. Damn it, I'm hungry. This is a three-course meal at the Road Rock Barbecue Shack, and I'm staying for the whole thing. I'm... I truly like this song. It makes me feel good. It's smart. It's sexy. It features the playing of a virtuoso musician. And it has an iconic video. It's a hit song from a strong, intelligent, talented woman who Kendrick Lamar would probably call a bitch. Over to you, Sam. Wow. Okay. Interesting. Uh, You know, as a man who loves music, as a man who loves emotion... The man who loves Bonnie Raitt. Nobody pray for me. This song sucks. So, we'll get to that in a minute. Humble, the artist, Kendrick Lamar, rapper, singer, uh, songwriter, record producer, 13-time Grammy Award winner, Pulitzer Prize winner, and more recently, and most importantly, 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 <laughs> see, I'm a rapper, shoe designer. That's pretty big. Bonnie Raitt never designed a shoe. The album, Damn, is the name of it. Widely praised by critics, including the experts in hip-hop from the AV Club, the Daily Telegraph, the Guardian, and Pitchfork. Rolling Stone gave this album four and a half stars, compared to their review of Bonnie Raitt's Nick of Time, which only got three and a half. The song, Humble, number one hit, Grammy Award winning, impactful lyrics that break down boundaries that are present in modern society. Let's go through them. Ooh, that pussy good. Won't you sit it on my taste buds? Which is, I don't understand taste buds. I thought he said taste buds, but Harris, you and I were talking about this earlier when you went on uh, Rap Genius or whatever to look up the words, uh, taste buds. Well, this piece of commentary... 
okay, our shot just... All right, I gotta get back to it. Oh, that pussy good. Won't you sit it on my taste buds? I'll be honest with you. This piece of commentary directly addresses the incorrect assumption and stereotype that African-American men don't orally please their partners. Breaking down boundaries, ladies and gentlemen. I'm so fucking sick and tired of the Photoshop. Show me something natural like an afro on Richard Pryor. He's aware of history and the importance of live in the Sunset Strip and normalizing the challenges faced by African-American males throughout the country. That's pretty big. Show me something natural like ass with some stretch marks. Women are beautiful. No matter what unrealistic beauty standards are present in modern culture. To summarize, it's pretty clear that he's a real warrior for social justice. A man in charge. Now let's talk about Thing Called Love. Was it a hit? Yes. What is it a good song? No. Bonnie Raitt didn't even write it, and her slide guitar blows. She would have been better served getting a real slide guitar player like Waddy Wachtel on the album. Oh, here we go. <laughs> I think the real mark against this song is this last of so- lack of social impact and Bonnie's overinflated sense of self when trying to relate to people she just doesn't understand. She's a rock and roll superstar talking about like some barroom romance. While Kendrick Lamar is a visionary whose message transcends time. He's so important to modern music and music in the past even that Bonnie Ray quotes his work from the start of her song. You don't have to humble yourself for me. Transcends time. <clears throat> but I'll close within the immortal words of the writer K.L. Duckworth. Maybe she should be the one to hole up little bitch. Hole up little bitch be humble. Hold up, bitch, sit down. That's my time. Wow. Uh, astounding work. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> Both of you. Uh, all right, so... Uh, the cross-examination yeah, period. Yeah, let's throw it open. Uh, you know what? Let's start with uh, Harrison's here. Why don't you, would you like to cross-examine Sam? Oh. Well, first of all, I think it's pronounced Pulitzer. You said Pulitzer. I don't fucking know. <laughs> Pulitzer. <laughs> sounds like a kind of toilet. <laughs> it sounds like if four-year-olds had an award ceremony. <laughs> There's a Pulitzer. I give you the Pulitzer. Wow, that four-year-old. These toilets, they all got Pulitzers. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> um, so- I accept that. <laughs> In my <laughs> in my examination of the song, uh, so the song is called Humble, the central conceit is that Kendrick is actually telling others to be humble. Yes. Get it? <laughs> That's the big twist. Oh, wait, wait. Are you asking me a question? This is where you cross-examine I'm me. leading up to it. Okay. I'll get to the point. So, Sam. Would, yes. Yeah. Are you like me in that when you first heard the song, did you think it was Kevin Hart doing his girlfriend impression? Well, that's racist. No, I mean, they just have a similar vocal cord. He's like, no, it's not a, No, I'm... Okay. <laughs> Do you want to ask another question? <coughs> because I'll be honest with you, I don't know much about Kevin Hart's comedy. And uh, so okay. I can't comment on that. I, I don't... That wasn't my first impression. My first impression listening to this was that this is a groundbreaking piece of social commentary. 
Okay. With a piano riff that sounds like a five-year-old trying to annoy his piano teacher. Wow, talk about relatable. What do you mean, talk about relatable? We've all been in that situation where we're playing a simple riff on a piano. You know? It doesn't have to be musically complex to be impactful, Harris. Sam. Yes? What does the fact that he designs shoes have anything to do with the quality of his music? Are you serious? The greatest musicians in the history of time have designed have shoes. Have also been shoesmiths? Uh, yeah. Kanye West? I rest my case. You can't just list one example and say, I rest my case. Sorry, I said the greatest musicians of our time have designed shoes. Kanye West, Shaquille O'Neal, <laughs> Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan's not, yeah, okay. Steve Nash. Steve Nash. You're just listing, you're listing NBA players now. I rest my case. <laughs> I don't, you, but yeah. We should play a game with Sam. We're just showing black guys we're like rapper or basketball player. Holy shit! What? Because you're just you just blended into the two. Don't they act? No, for Whoa. Steve, I think Steve Nash is white. Yeah, he is. To be fair. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I thought I'd be really funny. But also, in this not part. a musician, so kind of like. 50, no, come on, 50, Harris. 50 on that Go one. Go on. I I don't know. I mean. It's just so. Uh, you, uh, you just really I, don't like this song. Well, neither do you. No, I think it's great. I've listened to it many times. No, you don't. But that's okay. Uh, I really don't know what to say. I think you're a lunatic. I think. <laughs> I mean, first of all, like the idea that uh, Bonnie Raitt was influenced by a song that uh, by a guy that hadn't even been born when her song was released. That's uh, obviously risible. That that never happens. What does risible mean? Does, uh, worthy of, of laughter, okay. derisive laughter. It's like Pulitzer. Well, as it's a, like Pulitzer. As a comedian, I don't think that's a bad thing. You know, I'm just going to I'm done. <laughs> All right. Okay. Well, My turn? Yeah, you uh, Yeah. You go ahead and uh, ramble back. It's weird that... So, Harris, it's interesting that you would describe a thing called love as a groove song as an argument in favor of a song that's against... A literal groove song. It's uh, there's nothing but a bouncing beat to humble. That is a groove in and of itself, and you're comparing it to some shitty musicians like uh, uh, Don Waz. Are you fucking serious? Don Waz, one of the greatest record producers ever. Not a groove master. Who is a groove? No, no, no. Who, no. who is a groove master? Uh, I, I would say that Cameo is a perfect example of a great groove. You know, everything they did just kicks. And here you are saying that Bonnie Raitt's song is a groove song. It's still untrue, though. You, it's a false premise. You're an idiot. It's a simple song and nothing complicated. Wow. That's really a great way to sell your song, Harris. Some of the best things are simple. Yeah? Like your intelligence. <laughs> Harris, what does it feel like to describe... A song. <laughs> as it's just a domestic dispute. <laughs> okay, okay. Can you stop? I'm gonna start again. That was too mean. That was too mean. Harris just doesn't have anything to do with the music <laughs> whatsoever. Just mean to each other. Yeah, and that time at that party. What the fuck, Sam? Okay, no, no. Hey, wait. Wait a second. Uh, Harris, why do you describe a rapper as ho- a hopped-up kid talking about how many bitches he has when those lyrics aren't brought up in Humble? What are you talking about? He mentions bitches explicitly. But he doesn't talk about being a hopped-up kid 
and well, no, nor a, brag about how I, many bitches he has. No, that's a, a derisive label I placed on him. A derisive yeah. label. How old, yeah. He's in his 20s. I, I call people in their 20s kids. Because wow. you are a kid, basically. Okay, very good. Uh, would you prefer to refer to him as boy? Uh, no, because... Okay. I don't think no, that No, no, I'm good. I'm, yeah, I'm I see happy. what you're trying to do there, but no. Oh, I, I didn't call, try to do anything? I call a lot. I call, it doesn't matter what color your skin is. If you're in your 20s, I call you a kid. Okay, that's very good. Um, do you really like Bonnie Raitt's slide guitar playing? Yes. Slide guitar is, uh, you play a little guitar. Mm-hmm. You know, that slide guitar is uh, difficult to master. Yeah. It's a special skill. Not would, all guitarists can do it. Would you consider her a master of, of the, the slide, slide guitar? guitar? Yeah. I would consider. Yes, I think so. Okay. She's uh, you know it is her main uh, weapon in her, her her arsenal. I would say. Okay. Uh, my last question <clears throat> is: How do you uh, defend Bonnie Raitt against the charge of cultural appropriation for being a white woman playing essentially? Black I don't music? believe. I don't believe in it in terms of music cultural appropriation. I think. Okay. I think cultural appropriation. There's. It's actually. Mm-hmm. Borrowing from a genre or a style of music is actually one of the highest compliments another artist can okay. uh, can make. Yeah, very good. Uh, can you name uh, three slide guitar players? Three slide guitar players: John Lee Hooker. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Me- no, Memphis Slim is a piano player. I think Elmore James. Elmore James, Elmore James okay. one of the fathers of slide guitar. Dust My Broom is a very famous. Uh, Not sexual. <laughs> what? Elmore James, Bonnie Raitt, uh, Stevie Ray Vaughan played slide. Not uh, really, but he's not. He's not. Stevie Ray Vaughan is not considered a slide guitar player. Let's be honest. Big Bill Brunzi. Big Bill Brunzi. And you didn't even pick Waddy Wachtel, the greatest slide guitar player of all time. Whatever. Well, I'm done asking questions. All right. Well, <laughs> I, yeah. I don't know. Do you I'm want not, to rebut that? No, 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 no. There's no rebuttal. There's no rebuttal. No, no rebuttal. No, that's, no. It. that's it. Simon, you, you get have to qu- ask us questions. You have questions now. for us. Okay. Uh, I have some. Some questions. Great. Uh, <laughs> all right, let's start with Sam. Um, yes. Uh, how long? How much hip hop music do you listen to? Um, well, over the past two weeks, I've it's dominated uh, about one sixth of my music consumption. One sixth of your music consumption, yeah. and you feel that qualifies you as an expert. I am no expert in hip hop. Okay. So, but you know, so how much uh, Bonnie Raitt, country style, rhythm and blues type music have you listened to? Um, about one sixth. One past two weeks. So yeah. you believe you have an equal level of understanding of it? Like oh, equal absolutely exposure not. To no, 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 no. My cultural background, uh, how I grew up, definitely makes me more attuned to Bonnie Raitt and her musical style and understanding of that culturally. So Sam's you... parents were cousins. Oh, okay. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> wow, where was that wit? Yeah. She knew how to play the slug guitar, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> um no, the reason I have this question is because don't you don't you believe and and mm-hmm. can you defend mm-hmm. that perhaps the cultural significance of Kendrick Lamar's mm-hmm. music uh, and the cultural significance or the appeal of mm-hmm. Bonnie Raitt's music uh, are different according to the time periods they're in. So Bonnie Raitt's music was the late '80s, yeah. and Kendrick Lamar's music is uh, you know the last couple of years. Do you believe that there's a different? Maybe if you were listening to Bonnie Raitt's music in the '80s, yeah. do you believe you would have more of a connection to it and understand its significance more. Oh, sure. I understand that that question. If it was 1988 and I was a woman in my late 30s, a white woman in my late 30s, and I heard Nick of Time, the whole album, and mm-hmm. specifically, you know, the song Nick of Time, uh, definitely not Thing Called Love, I would very much 
be attracted to Bonnie Ray. She would speak to me for sure. She speaks to me now as a 34-year-old man. So much of what she talks about is so important for me, whereas I contrast that with Kendrick Lamar, who literally is speaking to everyone. But do you think that, and this is my question is, is do you think that that perhaps your perspective mm-hmm. on the music is that you are not part of the target demographic. However, with Kendrick Lamar, it's more of a it's more of a hit with a beat that's more relatable, and a lot of, particularly white people, look for access into black culture. Sure. Whereas white, you know, uh, the music that Bonnie Raitt's putting out is has had its market for a long time. Is is not marketed on a broad spectrum in that way. So, do you think that mm-hmm. perhaps you are finding the appeal of Kendrick Lamar because you like? the beat, the hip-hop, but maybe you don't connect with the words as much because, as you pointed out, it was targeted towards the African-American community. Well, what I think it did is actually uh, bring his unique voice to a wide audience by being accessible, whereas Bonnie Raitt's uh, unique voice was not as widely broadcast, right, across demographics. Uh, So Kendrick Lamar, uh, I think, is definitely more of a truth-sayer. Okay, and so the spectrum of what you're seeing, you're saying that, Kendrick Lamar is more of a broad appeal, not just because of the music, but because of the the way he's approaching it, the subject matter, the way he's connecting with people, and he's trying to tell a story to everybody, as opposed to Bonnie Raitt being more kind of targeted, as you said, to sort of women in the late eighties. No, I didn't say it was targeted to that. I don't think the targeting but the took place. There. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And uh, Harris, what the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> so so clearly prejudiced. No. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. Actually, I do have a couple questions. So, yeah. So, um, you were a fan of? Uh, are you a fan of? I would I would ask as well. Your as I asked Sam, what your context going into this is? What what's your preferred music of choice? What do you like to listen to? Well, I mean, like Sam, like I'm not a huge hip hop rap guy. I don't feel like it's it's. It's for me. I don't think it feel like it's designed for me, for who I am as a person. I I do like I like the interplay between vocals and instruments. I think this is a an example. It, you know, does it like kind of reek of the eighties? Yeah, sure. But at the same time, I think it's a fun song. It's you know, I think it's uh, it's it's got it's a it's kind of that rare song where. You know, it's a it's a lady being open about her desires and being unafraid to say, "I, this is something I want, and I'm going to go for it." Mm. Sorry, was that? What's that, Sam? Uh, no, I have nothing. Okay, they sat on a syrup sandwich. <laughs> I'm joking on one. <laughs> I think that's the appeal of this song. Okay, it's a good old fashioned yeah. love song. It's got some great slide guitar playing on it. It's got some good musicianship. It's just a good, fun song. So uh, from what I gather is that, so do you believe that it's telling a story then? Do you believe it's trying to communicate something to people uh, that's deeper than just a fun bar song? Or do you think it's just meant to be enjoyed as sort of like the ice cream at the end of the dinner sort of thing? I No, I don't think it's meant to be like a social commentary or anything. And I think that's fine. You know, Sam derided it for being simple. But like I said before, he called me simple. Mm-hmm. Um I think there's nothing wrong with simple things, and some of the best things are simple. Some of the most beautiful things are simple. I mean, that's where blues music uh, comes from. It's mm-hmm. a very simple musical format. It's usually three chords, right? Mm-hmm. But in that simplicity, there is intricacy as well, I would argue. And so with 
Kendrick Lamar with Humble and, and with other works by him, but particularly with Humble, don't you feel that he's making a point of communicating directly to a lot of the hip-hop community to tell them to change their behaviors about the braggadociousness? Of, do you think that that might be something that might have... What I'm asking is, is there not more deep significance in Kendrick Lamar's song than perhaps in Bonnie Raitt's? Or do you find that they both have significance in their own way, but one, like a messaging? Is what I think it's purpose, right? It's like, you know, it's kind of like a screwdriver's for driving screws, a hammer's for driving nails. You can't say a screwdriver's useless because it won't drive a nail in, mm-hmm. which is not designed for that. Mm-hmm. Kendrick Lamar's music is designed for a specific type of person is designed as a commentary on things that he feels are important. Sam is shaking right now. Oh, I, I just, I love your description of blues as simple music and uh, this being music being dis- designed for a certain type of person. I mean, we all know that dog whistling has been in the news lately. And I, yeah, but to be fair, you think all NBA players look the same. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> You literally didn't know Steve Before Forrest. confused was Shaq with Charles Barkley. <laughs> yeah, he confused Gnarls Barkley with Charles Barkley and couldn't figure out how Charles Barkley hit so many three points with his tiny little arms. <laughs> Look at his little arms. Uh, all right, great. Well, thank you. That I get. I get what you're saying. Like that, it has its significance to its to its to, to where it is. Like everything has its own slot that it belongs in yeah. because the question I had was whether either of them exists outside of their own genre is able to appeal to people outside of their own not target but out of who they're speaking to because you know country blues and hip hop both share a very similar thing where they're both communicating directly I would argue Think Called Love has a wider appeal than Kendrick Lamar's Humble but in, in fairness to Monsieur Lamar mm-hmm. Humble is supposed to be a very potent message and so Therefore, it's yeah, it's not supposed to appeal to to everyone. They're, they're very it. different. They're exactly. very different things. I think I I really will say that uh, one person managed to uh, cross the two, put them together, and that's a uh, Kid Rock. Um, yeah, country one of rock, the immortals, country blues. He's actually, and, he's actually a grown man rock now. Yeah, it's been a long time. <laughs> Good point. Yeah, he's, he's grown man rock. adult rock. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> not related to Chris Rock, despite what you might think. But for um, where he is related to Tony Rock. <laughs> Hey, why are you pointing at me when you say that? I'm not the one who didn't know fucking Steve Nash from Shaquille O'Neal. Steve Shaquille. You think Nash is a kind of car from the 50s? Well, Nash is... <laughs> Sorry. I shouldn't be busting balls. You should. It's all right. All right. Uh, so I think that's I think that's basically all the questions okay. I have. Okay, well, it's time uh, for, for us for you, our so closing arguments now. Closing arguments, then. Uh, you know what? Harris went first initially, so Sam, your closing argument, please. Hole up, little bitch. Hole up, little bitch. Be humble. Hole up, bitch. Sit down. Bonnie Raitt sucks. Kendrick Lamar is a Pulitzer Prize winning writer. The best thing Bonnie Raitt ever did was do a John Hyatt song. Her guitar sucks. Her song sucks. Humble is broadly appealing speaks important messages. Bonnie Ray's talking about dick. You know, it's just weird that I'm against that, but for some reason it's crass. Yeah, I was going to say, it's right in your wheelhouse. Yeah. Uh, well. Dick house. <laughs> right in my dick house. All right. I think I'm going to end on this phrase, less for humble and more against Harris. 
hopped up kid talking about how many bitches he has. Kendrick Lamar is no such thing. He's much better than that. And frankly, the same can't be said for Bonnie Wright. Humble is a better song. All right. Thank you very much, Sam. And uh, to tell us why Ray is right, Harris Anderson. Ah, I thought you said white is right, coming from him. Can we clip that out and just put that on Sam's website whenever anyone clicks on it? (laughs) Just a picture of Steve Nash in khakis. (laughs) We're going to cut that out. Don't worry, Harris. Yeah, sure. sure. Somewhere right now, Simon, in some dusty old dive bar, there is a jukebox playing this song while two lovers sway in time. That's special. Now I'm... No, I'm not doing that line. Sorry, I forgot about that. (laughs) That's fine, just keep going, we'll edit. That's special. I'm going to make this real short and sweet. Love makes the world go round, not money, status, or bling. Bonnie Raitt knows that. And through this song, she's making us ready. Ready to go out and get that thing called love. Go get some. Coincidentally, Sam's girlfriend uh, sings a version of this song called Love That Thing. (laughs) I don't even get it, dude. You're the thing. (laughs) (laughs) They say it's best when you have to explain your joke. Yeah, Yeah, Yeah. I've always agreed with that. I'm done. Okay, thanks. Uh, all right. Yeah. Okay. Well. Well, it's time for the judgment. Your thoughts on the debate and your, your final judgment, Simon. What's the better song? Uh, Thing Called Love by Bonnie Raitt or Humble by Kendrick Lamar? I thought you both made at least one point each. <laughs> um, <laughs> they are both songs, and you were accurate with when they were released. And for that, I thank you. <laughs> um, uh <laughs> it's difficult because there, there's a there's a there's a big gap between when they were released and you know genre and time period and everything, which I understand is the is kind of the idea behind yes. the show. Um, so, on face value of what they are, uh, my my feeling is that uh, I'd have to say Kendrick Lamar's humble actually makes more sense to me. Yes. Yeah, it's High got five. more depth to it. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Your good call, Simon. Yeah. Okay. There we go. Right. <laughs> so, yeah. So yeah, I would say Kendrick Lamar's humble. Although great debate, both sides of you. Thank you very much. Work, Thank you very guys. much for being our Thank judge you, today. Thank you, Simon. Uh, I appreciate this. We've we've reached the end of our episode. Yep. Handshake time. Well done. Well done, Harris. I really appreciate you putting your foot in your mouth a lot. Well, that brings an end to this podcast episode of Sound Judgment, where we debated which song is better, Humble by Kendrick Lamar or Thing Called Love by Bonnie Raitt. And our guest, Simon King. Simon. Thank you very much for having me, guys. Where can people see you? Uh, This is SimonKing.com. Thank you. And hanging out in bars, listening to both of these songs. (laughs) Trying to figure out what the fuck just happened. Well, I love it. Check out Simon King, and he made his final judgment as to which is the better song, and the result... Humble by Kendrick Lamar. Thanks very much, everyone. Bye, Harris. Bye-bye. Bye.